Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Hi guys, welcome to the Keep Waco Loud podcast. It's Katie and Jacob here, and we're really Hello. excited. That was really good. Do it again. Hello. Oh, it was so lovely. I don't. It was better than your newsboy accent. Hello there. No, all right. <laughs> I like that one better. <laughs> Whoa, who was that on the microphone? Yeah, wait, how did you get in here, sir? <laughs> I see that, no uh, that missing is. ceiling tile? Oh, <laughs> it's always the drop ceiling. It's always the drop ceiling, which I hate drop ceilings. Mike, fix this roof. We are sitting here with the wonderful artist, Cade, and I'm so excited to have you here. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, introduce yourself to the Keep Waco Loud audience. Well, hello, Keep Waco Loud. Um, <laughs> my name is Cade Kegris. I am 23 years old, born and raised in Waco. Um, it's turning out to be a good place to be. Never thought I would stay this long, and um, it's turned into a cool city. Uh, last couple years absolutely um, especially with the the art culture um, I figured I would have to get out uh, to make art happen and it's it's happening here that's S- awesome slowly but surely it definitely yeah. is happening you it's have like murals a, popping up and everything a slowly fruiting tree right that's being tended to right. to, 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 to well I'm stealing that from Fiona <laughs> Uh, she she refers to the art scene as a budding tree that, you know, her and some other folks like her are pruning and sometimes adding fertilizer. Sometimes, you know, it's a really I, I the analogy really jumped into my brain. I liked it. I think it's a good one for Waco because like there's some like, you know, some things about Waco that I wish, you know, were a little different. So that would be what she considered the newer. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But uh, that's awesome. Yeah. I also kind of I didn't grow up in Waco in the sense like I didn't go to school here, but my dad lived here my whole life. So I spent many summers in Waco and I would have never imagined myself moving you know, moving officially to Waco, Texas, but especially like we moved here after living in Brooklyn and it's like going from Brooklyn to Waco. Everybody's like, why? And I'm like, well, we came and visited and it just felt right. There was something about it that Mm -hmm. felt right for the first time in my life. I was like, this is a place where I want to be. And it it was, it was such a good decision. It felt like something was starting just, you know, you, you probably saw it as a kid, just sort of gradually What's crazy is I don't even know if I realized oh, really? it. Um, Interesting. It was just one day. It was just like 
Just click. It was it was when I was at Baylor. It really started to turn. I think the sports at Baylor really kind of started the the buzz. The RG3. Oh sure, yeah. And <laughs> then and then of course Chip and Joanna. Um, it just it kind of rolled. It started to feed um, off itself too. Really, it did. One thing that I've realized is is that things like Magnolia and the Baylor football program and things like that, they didn't necessarily make Waco better, but they helped spotlight the beautiful things about Waco, but also help fuel a faster growth of the things that I do like. Um, so I think, you know, and also just the money that tourists bring in help, you know, fund our businesses and keep Waco growing. Right, right. So sure. you're an artist. Tell us how how far back, when did you realize that, hey, I'm artistic? You know, like when did you realize that being an artist is something that you wanted to do? I am pretty lucky that it's kind of been my genes um, on both sides. My my mom has four sisters and all five of them are artistically inclined. Um, their grandfather was a professional painter. Um, and my dad is a woodworker. Um, he can build anything. Um, I definitely uh, envy that skill. I do too. Um, Such like a, a man or, or woman or woman. Don't be sexist. I won't be. It's such just a great <laughs> thing, carpentry. In fact, he bought a, a chop saw the other day, and he. <laughs> I won't go into it because I want to talk about you, Cade. But it, it was. I didn't know how to use it. It was bad. Properly. It was really bad. Your dad could teach him a thing or two. My dad <laughs> likes to joke about my delicate hands because <laughs> his his fingers are you know, two of my fingers put together. Oh wow! Baseball mitt hands. Him and my grandpa. My mom um, always told me never date somebody with soft hands. Let me see, Jacob. I don't know. They're kind of soft. I, I worked hard. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just very delicate leather. <laughs> Guys, did you smell your hands, Jacob? They smell like leather. <laughs> A waft of leather. Oh, God. Okay. But that's awesome. So, like, artistry has been in your family forever. So you kind of had to be a good artist. Otherwise, you know. <laughs> well, my sister and I kind of battled uh as kids like she's, her best artist she's two years younger than me and you know as a kid i think everyone likes to do artistic stuff and i just continued to do it and you know i feel like i got both of our <laughs> skills um but it it really just kept going especially with uh, the teachers that i had um i had a great elementary school art teacher and middle and high school art teacher, um, and it, having them you know, really push that forward, I yeah. think, is the, Can the I main ask you thing. a question? Did you go to a Montessori school? I went to Hillcrest PDS. Okay. They so, have a theory about Montessori kids. They're always they're the most artistic. talented and handsome and great at life. Ja- Jacob's very jealous, jealous about <laughs> of Montessori kids. So it's he not brings you. it up a lot. Uh, you're, you're like me then. We're, we're cool. We're cool. <laughs> Well, <laughs> cool. Um, no, but um, I, I feel like art teachers were always somebody, were those teachers that you really, really remember. Like, I remember my middle school art teacher, Mr. Sparky. Um, what a name. I that, know, that Mr. Is a Sparky. Name. I didn't know you. <laughs> Mr. Sparky. Um, I, was, it, I remember him very, very vividly and the different things that we learned to do and how, like, you would create something and he would show you how to make it better. And it was just, I, I just, and he was really funny. And then I remember years later going to a Mexican restaurant after graduating, you know, college and stuff and seeing him drunk at the restaurant. And I was like, 
Mr. Sparky. He did not remember me. <laughs> he was cutting loose. My high school art teacher's name was Mr. Storm. Ooh, Storm and Sparky. Um, John Storm, local artist in Waco. Um, still an art teacher. Um, but I would hang out in his room during lunch and after school. And I, he really pushed me um, you know, to take on extra projects. And um, that was really what I enjoyed spending my time doing um, That's from, awesome. from an early age. I, I feel like... I don't know if you ever like had a teacher that you would hang out in the room during during lunch. No, I did. I it didn't. was my French teacher, and I'd hang really? out with my friends. But I feel like being able to have like oh that well, I guess I did. My theater arts teacher was pretty cool, Mr. Bill Taylor. See, and you went it to let, college for like one semester to be a theater major. Yes, and then I realized I did not like theater kids. <laughs> <laughs> I preferred the music kids, like the cool kids smoking out back type kids. Yeah. Don't, don't smoke though, kids. Please don't. Yeah, don't smoke. Smoke is not cool. That's so 1999. So you're in high school falling in love with art. So what what led you to jump on to Baylor? So he actually went to Baylor and studied art. Um, and at, the, at that time, I wanted to get out of Waco. Wasn't even considering Baylor. Sure. Um, my dream was to go to the Art Institute of Chicago. Okay. And I got accepted and got a decent scholarship, but I mean, as far as private schools go, a private art school, especially in Chicago, I think it was Money. like 60 grand a year. Oh my goodness. Minus living in Chicago. Yes, which um, is not a cheap city. Yeah. It's so, very windy. Uh, the free application at Baylor, you know, my guidance counselor was like, there's no reason you shouldn't apply and did and ended up, I mean, looking back now, it was the best decision ever. That's um, awesome. I, I can't imagine my college experience at an art school. Um, I was in a fraternity and, you know, having sports and all that sort of stuff that you wouldn't have had if you're just around art kids. And yeah, yeah the Art Institute of Chicago, which I'm sure is a great school. Um, definitely probably doesn't have that college university like atmosphere. You know, right. you don't have that that college life. They pride themselves with connections because um, they have classes within the art museum there and lots of famous alumni that come back and teach and that sort of thing. Um, but if you don't click with them, you know, you graduate and then what? <laughs> um, okay, so let's, okay, so you graduate, did, I'm assuming you majored in art, correct? I did. Yeah, so you majored in art, you graduate Baylor, um, I'm assuming a year or two ago, and now you're in Waco. You've stayed in Waco. I've seen your art all over the place. Um, your art, art was in White Elephant. Um, you had the really cool cityscape of Waco shirt that we- Oh, did you bring us shirts? Oh, yes. Can we, I'm so excited. Can we I'm these? the blue one. Okay. <laughs> yes. Go for it. Oh, oh I love yeah. these shirts. So I have the sweatshirt. So this is perfect for summer because I'm not going to wear that the sweatshirt. The sweatshirt is the softest is... thing. Oh, my gosh. So actually, oh, the Bella bought, and you Canvas. You bought uh, one of his sweatshirts. I did. Right. So the Bella That's and Canvas cool is the sweatshirt you used, right? Mm -hmm. I love. So I always was an American Apparel shirt person. Strict. All The Keep Waco Loud like, merch was always American Apparel. Because of that sweatshirt. You should be a sponsor for Bella Bella and Campus or Bella and Canvas should sponsor you or pay you for this because Put we me on. we've just bought like a 
a lot yeah, of merch. Which, uh, merch, merch, the Keep White Go Loud merch, which will launch on Friday um, after this podcast is, well, before this podcast goes off. But uh, it's size. all Bell End Canvas now because of that. I don't remember how I found them, but that's almost the only thing people say so is soft. how soft it is. And <laughs> it's like once you hear that, you can't go back to That's so funny. Else. Yeah, no, I, uh, I I couldn't go back to the American Apparel. I was like, this is a lesser than, no offense, American Apparel. Please don't, you know, kick me nah, out. But it was yeah, a lesser than, you know, <laughs> and Bella and Canvas was just, oh, so soft. So go buy Keep Wake Aloud merch. Go buy Cade's merch. It's all really soft. You can sleep in it. <laughs> Sleeping approved. But what was cool about the sweatshirt is it kind of took off. You know, I saw it all over the place, you know, Um you know, like I had one, Andreas had one. Like I just saw the shirts all over the place. And it was kind of like, oh, you've got one of those shirts too. It's a cool shirt. And there, I think there was a sticker. Um, and you drew this, right? I I'm did. assuming. So this was actually my first mural um, in Chills 360 mm-hmm. over by Vtex. And sadly, oh. it's uh, it's closed down now. Oh, no. Uh, I really need to drive by and see if they've painted over it inside or not. Um, but I took. That would a be photo a shame of that if it's gone. Put it on there. Well, it's a beautiful. I think it really, really It'll captures. Live on Waco. on this shirt, no matter what. Yeah. Lives on. I In like fact, it. actually, I gave this sweat. I gave the same sweatshirt to my brother for Christmas. By the way, really. Like I went and bought this sweatshirt and gave it, it to Georgia. my brother. No, not Hunter. Colin. Oh, oh, that's oh. I don't <laughs> well, thank you. Uh, yeah. So I, I gave because of my my little brother. He's almost twenty one. I was like, what do I get him? And I was like, well, the sweatshirt's cool. So I got him. That so I felt like we uh, we skipped over a year or two. <laughs> well, we did skip here. over. But what's next is you're about to start. You started a clothing line, right? It is launching at my show. That's yes. So cool. So tell us about the clothing line. So it's called Devolved, um, which is also the name of the exhibition coming up. Um, but the brand is just going by DVLVD, which is Devolved without the vowels. Um, so it's so the, the word devolved is devolved. Is devolved. <laughs> There's layers. Okay. There's layers. Right. I'm, I'm catching what you're throwing. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I don't even know how I came upon the word Devolved, mm-hmm. um, but it was my Tumblr URL. Um, in middle school and that was you know the first place to like really collect like artsy pictures and photography and that sort of thing and it you know made no sense to me (laughs) for the longest time um, until about a year ago when I was really getting my thoughts together for this show and it all just started to click of the things I was trying to say through my art and been interested in starting a clothing line for a bit um i wanted to separate myself from that um i wanted to provide art for it but i didn't want it to be about me Mm -hmm. um so once i kind of developed that it kind of just came about on its own that's awesome so you kind of touch base on it the clothing line is going to be launching at your show so why don't you tell us a little bit about your show it's your first solo show right it is oh that's um, so exciting at only 23. yeah i'm <laughs> super grateful um i've just found a uh, a book that's about uh, the business side of art um that i had bought a couple years ago and the first chapter of it you write out your goals and i think it was like a five to seven year goal was to have a solo show and that happening before it was just so when wait when did you write this out it's probably 
two and a half, three years ago. Okay, okay double, so double early, early in your your little. As you know, I'm a big believer in manifesting your own reality. Yeah. You know, you like say it out loud. you got to say it out loud. You got to if you want something, you need to really just kind of like. And I'm not like weird, superstitious like that, but I feel like to to make something happen, you got to say like, I'm going to make this happen, and you did it. That's and awesome. Personally, I've always been bad about that. I've never liked. <laughs> goal setting and that <laughs> sure. sort of thing as important as it is um and this was kind of the one time i did so there might be something to it there i, I think so it, you need to write like millionaire by 25 out lottery <laughs> ticket tomorrow Ooh. yeah Ooh, i like that one okay uh my middle school crush gave me a little prayer box bracelet when i was like in middle school it was jordan um, Wait, was there a wish inside this no, prayer but, box? Well, I would literally like write wishes out and like put them in the prayer box. I don't know. None of them came true. Well, it's time for us to cut to a commercial break and discuss on that. that note. On that note, <laughs> we are going to take a commercial break. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and... What do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. What's up, y'all? It's Jasmine with the New Black Collective. And what's up? It's Dave Yar from Change Waco. Don't forget to subscribe to Stories of the Streets, where we'll be here every other week bringing you expert stories and also stories from local Wacoans. Stories of the Streets is in association with the New Black Collective, Change Waco, and Rogue Media. Tell your friends, tell your family, shout out to the streets, tune in as much as y'all can. I'm Josie. And we're, we're your judges. judges. And this is by the cupboard. No, wait. Do you want us to? Oh, shit. Okay, we'll try it again. Okay. Hi, I'm Becca. And I'm Josie. And, and we're, we're your, your judges. judges on By the Cover, a new podcast. Yeah, we're a talk show. God, we're a Josie. Yeah, we're a comedy talk show centered around Amazon book review culture. Uh, you can find us on Spotify, Stitcher, wherever podcasts are. All the We're places. There. You can't hide from us. Anyway, listen to our show. We're going to be funny. We're going to be talking about books, and it's going to be great. Yay! Promo over.
you, we were just talking about Black Sheep, the, the guy who did the Rogue Media mural behind us, and you did a thing with him with Train Waco, correct? I did, yeah. And that was my first spray paint solely mural. Really? Um, oh. And they wanted graffiti text in it. Okay. And I tried to develop that early on on my own and realized quickly that you know, if someone designed the letters, I could paint them, but writing graffiti fonts and that sort Not of thing, your art. That, is, that is a skill. Oh, and, sure. And this guy is awesome. Have, um, have y'all, do you have a TikTok? I have one, but I forget that I have one. <laughs> I wish I forgot I have one. Chi- the Chinese have all my data, and it's fine. They can have it. Uh, <laughs> I've decided I know it's a spy app, but they can have it because I'm addicted. Um, but all these kids are, like, really good at lettering. And, they, and I keep. I guess it's in my algorithm that I really like to watch people letter videos. But, like, these kids on the iPads, they, like, really are good at it. But, anyways, that's another story. One of those just, like, soothing Yeah, they just, like, write calligraphy on their iPad in Create or whatever the, you know. Anyways. Um, but you've done a lot of murals in town. Um, I saw you did one at Class A um, up on the, the, the high wall up there. Like, what other murals in town have you done? So, uh, so the... Waco Skyline was my first at Chills. Um, and I was a part of Art Apprenticeship, uh, the program oh, yeah. through Creative Waco. And uh, we did the two big murals. Yeah, with Richard oh, with Thomas. Richard Thomas. Richard. What he a guy. He's so cool. He is, we, bought, we bought one of his prints and we have it in. He's oh, the I'm man. So, I'm so happy that we he's so spent cool. the money on that. It's, it was, it's great. My grandpa convinced him and I to go to like the men's breakfast at church one morning before <laughs> our mural thing. So I went and picked Richard up at like 5.30 in the morning, and Richard's like rolling out of bed, and I'm driving like, uh... How do you convince what? anybody to do something at 5 o'clock in the morning? My grandpa can talk you until you decide <laughs> that going is... Your only option. Yeah, it like it's, not going would be a mistake. You're going to, yeah, something's going to happen if you say no. I don't like... Power of persuasion, my goodness. That's awesome. Um, and so you have a show coming up. Tell us what date can we go to Cultivate 712 in downtown Waco? What date can we go see you? So Friday, August 7th is the public opening Okay. Um, from 5 to 10. And the show will be up until September 26th. Wow, okay. Um, so after that Friday, anytime during their opening hours, um, you can go by and check it out. Um it's a really exciting show to me. Um, is there a theme? So the overall theme is unity, um, and that seems broad, and it is a pretty broad thing. It's one of those themes that kept growing as I kept you know, just dragging these ideas out, and I see it now as almost like the subjects that you learn in school, Sure. Um, that there's a piece for each subject almost. Uh, so there's science and history and religion and art history and kind of tying all of them in together is the goal. That's awesome. Um, I think unity is more important now than ever, mm, you know, really as, as a society, you know. Um, I, I haven't seen your show yet, and I'm, I'm really excited to go see it. We will be there on the 7th to go see it. Um, but, you know, Unity, I, it, 
there's so many different people in the world with different views and different, you know, religion with different thoughts on history and stuff like that. And it's more important now than ever for us to like all come together. And I, I don't know if that's what your show is trying to say, but that's, that's (laughs) all I want to do. Really just to promote understanding and positive change through that understanding that you can't relate to anyone until you can at least try to get where they're coming from or where they came from. And if you're stuck on your path and you think your path is the only path, that's not going to get you far, um, in my opinion. Yeah, what's the what's the old saying? Uh, if you want to go fast, you go alone. If you want to go far, you go with a group. Uh, that's why humans have gotten as far as they have in life true. is because they're drawn together. And humans for some reason right now, uh, <laughs> we're trying every way possible to disconnect ourselves through dumb things in my mind you yeah know. absolutely yeah. i mean we can go on all day <laughs> yeah um so I, I the show is pretty much uh that sort of rant um that you could you know go back and forth at that i put it on the wall and a lot of it is not confusing but kind of encompassing all of the different points of views into one piece for that subject um, so when you see it, you know, you don't really know what you're looking at until you spend some time. And that was kind of my goal is to make people think and hopefully they take something away from that conversation with themselves or with the people that they're doing the show yeah. with. That's, That's awesome. So a lot, a, a lot about art, um, or I should say a lot of art is about cre- starting a conversation, just like you said, or sort of creating a context surrounding that piece of art and then from there starting the conversation also. So um, with that in mind, uh, I just wanted to tell a little funny story <laughs> okay. um, about a group of friends of mine. We were hanging out at a bar and, uh, you know, having a good time, chilling. The year was what? The year was 2009. <laughs> okay. um, and uh, this girl walks up to us and, and she goes, hi, guys. I'm working on a project for art. This is at the University of North Texas, uh, which has a pretty great art scene yeah. in its own right, music and art scene. Um, and she walks up to us and she she says, I'm working on a project and uh, it's a very simple project. I'm asking people for them to define what art is. And, uh, you know, we had all had a couple of brewskis. We were like, yeah, okay, we'll, uh, we'll answer. And I, I honestly don't even know what my answer was. It was probably something completely Completely stupid. Probably. Um, probably. But <laughs> I, I think about it a lot because I thought it was a dumb thing at the time. But the more I think about it, I'm like, oh, no, that's, that is kind of an interesting question. It's very simple, and it kind of boils it all down, right? So uh, I, what would your answer be to that as an as artist, a person that's creating physical art? I think it's allowing people to get out of themselves. Um, Of course, with a lot of art the past couple decades, it's gone more abstract, contemporary. The banana. It's it's harder to pull (laughs) meaning out of that, you know? And it's not me intentionally that's trying to challenge that, but I think the true spirit of art is challenging life and 
challenging perspective. That's okay. awesome. That's a great answer. What would your answer be, Katie? Oh, no. You weren't supposed to ask me. No, I'm asking. I, I have my own what answer. What was the question again? I'm just kidding. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Do you want me Sponsored to answer first? Sponsored by 19 <laughs> you, you can all answer first. What yeah, let I me have, think about it because I didn't really think you were going to ask me. What, so. what, what I've come up with, because okay. uh, um, I'm not an artist, but I'm a musician. I, I create music. I could sit. That's art. Um, so I really sort of teased that out. And then I decided anything, not anything can be art, but anything that you take from your brain and physically pull it out and make it into reality, that's art. So that that was my just boiled down like simplistic answer of what art. I wish I had said that because it probably would have been profound in that moment. Everyone would have been like, whoa, Jacob's deep. Damn, those brews are <laughs> Jacob differently. Okay, so that, okay, I have an answer. Excuse me. <laughs> COVID. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> um, I do have an answer, and it's based on a conversation that we had one time. It was very early on when we were dating. I was 23. Um, he was 30. He was old. Um, <laughs> 29. He was 30. Anyways, um, me and Jacob got into an argument about music because Jacob can be kind of a music snob. And I, while I like really, really good like indie music and that's probably my favorite stuff, I also can enjoy some very basic, trivial, you know, top 40 type music. Like I'm, I, and my argument was is that if anything evokes an emotion or a positive emotion or a happy emotion, it is good music. And I think that the same thing can be said about art. If it evokes like an emotion from you, like a good emotion or a bad emotion, if you look at it and you're like, I, I just enjoy looking at this or I'm just or looking at the brush strokes or the stitching or mm. whatever it is, if it evokes an emotion, I think that's art, you know, a mural or a funky painted table or. Whoa, say that again. Funky painted table. I don't know. That, that sounds <laughs> three times fast. That's cool. <laughs> funky funky paint painted table is the name <laughs> of my next podcast. <laughs> or a cool Cool. You can write a song finally for me called Funky Paint and Table. <laughs> it just reminds me of, I guess, Funky Cole Medina. For, I, I don't know. I don't know what we're talking about here. But folks. like, you know, like you, you watch. Um, so to bring back up TikTok, because I bring up TikTok a lot. I'm sorry, Jacob. Um, but like these people, like they'll show their art or like their resin art or their cool table that they poured lacquer all over or their stitching or somebody making a cake that says F you on it or F the patriarchy on it. Like, I think that kind of stuff is art. Anything that just makes you feel something. And it's all about the vibe. It's all about the vibe. Oh, it's all about the vibe. Yeah. That's uh, yeah. There are people in this world that, um, can't feel that, um, vibe from art. And I do not envy that because I can. You when, should put that on a shirt. When, when, when something um, has value that, um, like maybe the feeling of nostalgia or like something of yours that is very important to you, but that doesn't have value to anyone else, I, I like to hone in on that feeling. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah. I think it makes sense. Yeah. Are you so, a hoarder? Anyway? I am not. And we are I'm, not hoarders. I, I honestly am I'm the a least hoarder. hoarder of... No, uh, I am the least hoarder. You hoard things all the time. I don't. Well, no. Okay. So my thing is not hoarding. I like to have strategically placed things that I think will be important, but I... I hoarding. I condense them down and then newsflash, they become useful very soon. <laughs> And they're right where you. They're like right where them. I left them. One thing it's is, like a squirrel leaving, you know, burying a nut. 
And then, you know, he's hungry and he's like, I, I know I where that, that nut. nut is. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> I love how he almost snapped at the same time. Like, I know where that nut is. Um, no, me and Jacob, both one thing that made us kind of attract each other when we were dating for the first time um, is both of us move a lot. We used to move. I've moved countless times. He's moved countless times. And, you know, every time you move, you kind of purge things. And, you know, we lived in Brooklyn for five years, so we lived in very small spaces and moved quite often when we were in Brooklyn and then moved to... That move sucks in that, New York City. move sucks in I New York City. I can't imagine. God, there's nothing worse. And it's it's expensive. Even to move, like, half a mile down the road, it's still, like, four or 500 bucks just to move. You just, uh, out of necessity, you keep your... Things trimmed, really trimmed down. Now we have a house, and it's like we have so much space to fill things with. So we bought a treadmill. <laughs> How many times has it been used? Well, We, we just, just bought, bought it yesterday. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just assembled okay. said treadmill. He assembled it yesterday. Yeah, um, was... After the, the, moving, the company that shipped it lost it, how do you lose a... And I also... <laughs> underestimated how much a 300 pound box was going to be like, they were like, Oh, it's a 300 pound box. And they're going to put it at your front door. Psh, that's easy. No, it was not. It was not easy. So anyways, off topic. So, <laughs> okay. As we're wrapping up here. Okay. Your show devolved. Spell it again for us. The brand is DV LVD. Mm-hmm. And the show is spelled out devolved. Okay. So the brand is almost like devolved from the show. Yes. Oh, my God. I'm getting uh, it now. And there are a few shirt designs that are taken from paintings in the show and simplified to be shirt graphics. That's so exciting. Yeah. I will buy one. Well, this is coming up very soon. What's uh, what's in the books for the future future? I'm really hoping this is kind of a jump start. Cool. Um, the diving board. Yeah. In my, in my past, I mean, I'm... Still very new to the art world, um, but it's it's kind of hard to dive in until you have a body of work, and without a reason to develop a body of work, it's impractical and hard to dedicate that time. That you know, unless you know you're going to have a show, it's hard to put in those hours to sure. make it happen. Uh, so I'm really glad that this is happening. That then I can use these pieces in this show to, you know, apply for whatever, anywhere. You That's know, so Try cool. to get this show around the world, essentially. Well, for sure. I, I'd say... I uh, think you can do it. Manifest uh, it, man. You're not so much dove in, but you've made a very strategic cannonball and uh, already. <laughs> and you're, you've splashed your name and art all over the city of Waco. Starting with the Keep Waco Loud podcast. I think that's pretty cool. <laughs> thank so, y'all so much uh, for we, having me on. Uh, I want to thank you for coming on and uh, keep on doing what you're doing. Yeah, so where can people follow you? Where can they find you? Um, tell so us. So my Instagram is Cade Keg, C-A-D-E-K-E-G. And the shirt apparel Instagram is D-V-L-V-D apparel. Um, the website is dvlvd.com um, and that will continue to be a thing I've, I would like that to be kind of a an evolving resource of information and art related things as well as just the the unity aspect that I'm trying to bring all um, right excellent well okay final thoughts bang Mary kill 
three artists, Katie, go. Ooh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, no, not bang, Mary kill. We're supposed to say date, Mary kill. Oh. Try that again. <laughs> Final thoughts. Final thoughts. Date, Mary kill. <laughs> Just keep all of that. Uh, whatever. All right, all right. I'm going to name three. Uh, Diego Rivera. Okay. Van Gogh. One more. One more. I want to The throw artist a- that did the banana... And the duct tape <laughs> on the canvas. Does anyone even know his name? We, we, we talked about him. We talked about him on a podcast. And that I, guy went and bought a private island. I'm sure. He made a lot of money on a dollars on a banana. No, no, no. Let's do another artist. But that's got great. One. Good for him. No, good for him, but that's he's insane. not in my list. Diego Rivera, Van Gogh, and Frida. <laughs> Probably kill Diego. He seems like he was in a dark place. Okay. Yeah. You know, Van Gogh was twisted, but I feel like he had a good heart, and he just he needed a friend. Oh. Um, so either marry or date Van Gogh. Maybe marry Van Gogh and date Frida. Yeah, just, Frida was pretty wild, too. Yeah, and she also was friends with um, oh, the guy with the mustache. What was he? Oh, Salvador Dali. Dali. Yes, I should have said Salvador Dali. And she was also friends with, um, uh, oh, my gosh, the guy that he died in the 70s. Um Oh my God, Basquiat! No, I thought you were. Soup cans. I thought you were showing hair. Uh, Warhol. Yes, she was friends with Warhol, wasn't she? Uh, I think uh, she was. Frida was friends with Warhol. Okay, I'm gonna have to. Maybe I'm mixing. I'm TV actually not show. sure when when Frida Kahlo died. We will fact check this after we leave. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us, Cade. You're amazing. Kate. We're looking forward to your show. Thank you for joining us, and uh, thank great. you guys. Have a great day. Keep Wake Aloud, the podcast, is produced by Oni Chan Productions. Our theme music is by Fish Hands. If you like what you hear, you should check them out on Bandcamp. Please be sure to subscribe to this podcast, and if you really like us, give us a five-star rating. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or check out our website, where you can buy merch or even see some local events coming up. Thanks again for tuning in. This has been the Rogue Media Network Podcast.